0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Full Court Finance here at Zaxx. Today, we're looking at three soaring Zaxx-ranked number one strong buy stocks to consider buying for even more upside. Those three stocks are pretty uh, different compared to each other. So we have OI Glass, Airbnb, and then Las Vegas Sands. But before we get into everything, remember to subscribe and leave a review, where every listener to the podcast and make sure to check out our zax.com slash promo page for a look at some of our services, portfolios, and more. Before we jump into the three stocks, I quickly want to just do a broader market overview since... It's been pretty chaotic in the last couple of weeks, and we've, we're have in the midst of this broad rally in 2023. And uh, we just want to give a sense of where, where the market's trending at the moment. So the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq both climbed briefly on Wednesday. So this is midweek, uh, only to fade deeper into the red uh, by the end of the session. So the Nasdaq fell about 0.7% on midweek to go right back under that 200-day moving average, which has been what everyone's staring at for the NASDAQ. And the uh, S&P 500 also slipped right near close to its 200-day after it had already fell back below its 50-day. So it looked like the market was really going to head for another down day on Thursday, which would have been bad as the bulls give up more ground. But then uh, we saw some buyers step in in the early afternoon, and the NASDAQ closed about 0.7% higher in the S&P 500 in the... Uh, Dow jumped about 0.8% and 1.1% respectively. So another great showing in a comeback as the bulls try to really not let go of the rope here at the moment. And then through mid-after or early afternoon trading on Friday, the market was back up again. So the na- last time I looked, the NASDAQ was up about 1.6%, which is great. And the S&P 500 was up about 1.3%. So all of this has us trending back above those key moving averages. Even though all of these same worries are still in place, which is uh, the economy still running too hot for the Fed's liking, but we saw yesterday that the the uh, one of the Atlanta Fed or the Atlanta Fed president uh, said that they're fine with the 25 basis point hikes, which uh, Wall Street seemed to like that they they were nervous that all of a sudden the Fed's going to roll out another 50 basis point or 75 basis point hike at its uh, March meeting. So that would have scared everybody. So the hope now is that maybe we chop around until we have that uh, February CPI release on March 14th. And overall, uh, we still have some positivity heading into the rest of the month. And the three stocks we're looking at today uh, stand alone, so we don't necessarily have to be worried too much about what's going on with just interest rates and earnings, which are the two things that obviously drive the market. But these three stocks have been able to improve their earnings outlook, which is no easy task at the moment. And they've really been able to outpace the market so far this year, which is a great sign. And it looks like there's plenty more room for upside uh, as the bulls, once again, fight – Uh, for regaining control of the market. So the first stock we're going to look at today is OI Glass, which trades in the ticker OI. It's one of the top producers of glass bottles and jars in the U.S. and around the world. It works with some of the leading food and beverage brands on the planet. The company's offerings are likely to remain really highly popular for a long time as companies and customers look to be as environmentally friendly as possible and recycling as much as possible. And glass is a very easy thing to recycle. It's not as bad as plastic or anything like that. OI Glass is also in the midst of trying to revamp some of its business operations to help unlock shareholder value for the next several years. Uh, the glass bottles and jars giant hopes its efforts uh, help it return to profitable growth, capitalize on opportunities, and reduce structural costs and much more. So, OI Glass revenue climbed 8% last year and it topped our Q4 earnings per share estimates by 19% at the end of January. Zach's estimates call for OI Glass to post another 6% higher revenue in 2023 and 12% stronger earnings. And then we're calling for even more growth in 2024. And then since its report, uh, its bottom line for 2023 is up, its estimates are up 16%. And then for 2024, we're up about 9%. So that helps it land that Zach's Rank number one strong buy at the moment. The company's also easily topped our earnings per share estimates over the last four quarters. It beat by 19% last quarter, and it beat by an average of 16% of the trailing four quarters. Also, its glass products industry is in the top 14% of over 250 Zacks industries, and the stock has also soared so far in 2023, with it up also about 41% in the past three months. This is part of a huge 90% run in the last year to blow away its Zacks sector, its industry. And it's now up about 115% in the last three years, which is easily outpacing the industrial products market's 33% climb and the benchmark's 27% run. So the stock might be a little overheated when it comes to RSI levels at the moment, but at around $23.40 per share, the stock trades still 11% below its average X price targets, and it trades at a nearly 50% discount to its industry at just nine times forward earnings at the moment, which is... Not uh, too far above its own three-year median, which is solid, and it's actually below its highs over the last three years as well. So Wall Street might be rather high, or still is rather high in the stock as well, uh, with five of the eight brokerage recommendations that Zaxx has at Strong Buys with another one coming in at a buy as well so overall this glass business it's, it's hardly sexy or anything like that but that's a good business to be in and the company seems like it's ready to be more profitable and focused on returning value to investors going forward as part of an industry as i said that's not going out of style anytime soon the stock soared yet it's still trading below its average tax price target and its valuation is solid so oi glass certainly worth a look at the moment. And now we're going to transition on to a much more well-known company, I'd say, and that is Airbnb, which trades with the ticker A, B, and B. Airbnb began back in 2007 in San Francisco, and today that is that vacation rental company that's really taken over kind of the, the spotlight and making hotels a little nervous. So there's there's other competitors in this vacation rental space, but it's a booming business that has certainly a lot more people, including I'm sure many people you know and myself and others and people in my family using Airbnb and other kind of companies to rent apartments or houses or condos instead of staying in a hotel. So it's a, it's a booming business. Uh, the company went public back in December of 2020, even though it was planning to go to public a little bit earlier than there was obviously the chaos of COVID and who knew what was going to happen to the global travel market at the, the moment. So fast forward, uh, the stock tumbled along with everything growth related, uh, amid that that come down off those highs. And then fast forward even further to that, to more recently, and the company is now booming again uh, as travel demand remains really strong, even though inflation's is high, uh, the company posted its first annual profit and the company topped our Q4 earnings and revenue estimates on February 14th. So 2022 was another record year for Airbnb. Uh, it did revenue of 8.4 billion, which is up 40% year over year, 46% on a currency neutral basis. Net ca- net income was 1.9 billion, which was uh, its first profitable full year on a GAAP basis. It did free cash flow of about. 3.4 billion, which was also up 49% year over year. Uh, guest demand, it said, remained really strong throughout 2022. All regions, it said, saw significant growth as guests also increasingly booked across borders and returned to cities where people are kind of staying away from cities amid the COVID crash. So these are even pricier listings sometimes in these big cities, and everyone's traveling to Europe again. And now Asia is reopening, so it's a it's a good time to be back in this Airbnb business. It said supply growth was also really strong in 2022. It ended the year with 6.6 million global active listings, which was up about 900,000 compared to the end of last year. And that's excluding China. So overall, yeah, it it was a great year for Airbnb in 2022. And they're heading into the new year with uh, saying they're still going to do strong. They said the short-term rental company or the short-term rental company is really saying that Americans are ready to keep traveling. They're taking advantage of the strong dollar. They're continuing to fly European vacations and take intercontinental trips all over the place. So they're really benefiting from that. And people are just back to, they're living their their pre COVID lives and not worrying necessarily about the, the cost of things being a little bit higher. They're just ready to get back out there and have fun again. So since it's report, uh, Airbnb is 2023, Earnings outlook is up uh, 19% since then, so it's Zach's estimates, consensus estimates up 19%, with 2024 up 13% higher. This helps it land that Zach's rankable number one strong buy. And this is part of a really nice upward earnings trends that we saw for 2021, 2022, 2023, and now 2024, so trending heavily in the right direction. In terms of actual growth, we're calling for 15% revenue growth this year, and then another 15% next year, so steady top-line growth to get all the way up to over 11000000000 billion. We're calling for 21% adjusted earnings growth in 2023, and then another 20% on the bottom line in 2024. And the company has crushed our adjusted earnings estimates in the last four quarters by an average of 57%, including in a 78% beat in Q4. The stock's up about 10% in the last six months versus the tech sector sideways movement. It's also now up 45% so far in 2023, so it's booming. And still at around $125 per share, it's trading 40% below its peaks, around 40% below its peaks, and 15% beneath the average Zaxx price target. So plenty of near-term and long-term upside as this company looks to shake up the broader travel industry. And it's doing a good job of doing that so far. And it's also well below uh, overbought RSI levels at the moment, which is solid. It's trading at at about 58, which is right near neutral and below overbought levels of 70 or above. And then in terms of its valuation, its valuation has come down substantially as its earnings improve. It's now trading at 35 times forward earnings, which is still high, but it was trading at as high as 100 times forward earnings just At the start of last year uh so valuation continuing to come down it has a really strong balance sheet and it's now trading back above both its 200 and 50-day moving averages and as i said it's a it's a business that's some people were skeptical about and especially the covid crash worried people but now more than ever people are are loving the idea of not necessarily being at a hotel and you have more space and more kind of freedom when you're at your your vacation rental and travel is back and booming and kind of people have cast COVID out the window. And now, especially with the Asian economy and China reopening again, we could see travel demand boom and boom and boom for years and years to come. And then speaking of Asia and travel demand, we're going to end with Las Vegas Sands, which trades under the ticker LDS. And the company's name is now kind of like a misnomer because Las Vegas Sands was once the king of Vegas, and now it's pretty much all in on Asia. Sands sold its Las Vegas properties for about $6.3 billion back back in 2021 to Apollo Global. The executive said that the casino operator is seeking to invest far more in the Singapore and Macau properties. Which, generate, which at the time was generating most of its revenue anyways. So it's now essentially exited completely the U.S. market. Its portfolio includes today uh, various offerings in Singapore, Macau, and those are booming places in Asia. Um, it's bigger, in some senses, there's more high rollers at some of these places. So that's where they're, they think their future is. They, they sold the, those businesses in in Las Vegas few years ago now at this point and they're all in on the future so and we should know that at the end of last year uh some casino operators including las vegas sands crucially won uh licenses to continue operating in macau from uh the chinese government which is a it's the gambling hub of asia at the moment uh so that's a that's a big deal And the company obviously has had a struggle recently because China has been locked down, but now it's back and they're encouraging everyone to come back and just trying to reopen completely back to the world and they're trying to get anyone to come. So it did fall shy of our Q4 estimates at the end of January, but its outlook is booming. As as I said, China reopens and Asia starts to rebound and tourists start to come back. Uh, There's a headline, if you just Google Las Vegas Sands, the, the company's talking about how uh, their demand in Singapore has blossomed into a full-on bonanza. So, as I said, the, China was kind of behind the United States in terms of re-entering the post-COVID world and getting back to life, and now they're going to kind of kick into overdrive. Hopefully, so the recovery is is going quickly, and they're they're investing continually more and more in these Macau and Singapore uh, areas. So overall, since the company reported its Q4 results, its adjusted earnings outlook for 2023 is up 36%. In 2024, it's up 18%. And its most recent Zacks estimates, so the most accurate, as it's the most uh, updated results we have where people have the most information possible, are up 10% from that for 2023 and then up 7% for 20. 20- 24 so even more room for improving earnings and then overall we're calling for a 108% climb for revenue and this year and then another 30% jump next year and then we're calling for it to swing from an adjusted loss of a $1.20 per share all the way up to $1.45 per share and then we're calling for another 86% adjusted earnings growth in 2024 to get all the way up to $2 In 70 cents per share overall it's a positive bottom line revisions help it land a zax rank number one strong buy at the moment we should note that its gaming industry is in the top 30 percent of over 250 zax industries at the moment the stock is up about 43 percent in the last year which is nice it outpaces the broader consumer discretionary market at zax and then if we look just since the beginning of 2023, the stock's up about 26% to easily outpace that same Zach sector, which is up 10%. And at around $60.58 per share, So we call called $61 per share, it's still trading 10% under its average Zax price target. And like the other stocks on the list today, it's surged back above both its 200-day 200, 200 and 50-day moving averages. Like a few of these other names in the market in general, it's getting a little overheated. It's kind of near some overbought RSI levels. But long-term investors should know there's plenty of upside. It's still trading below its highs, and its valuation is coming back down. It's now trading at just uh, 37 times forward earnings, and that could continue to go down even if the stock price is going up as our earnings outlooks continue to improve. So overall, all three of these stocks have boomed so far this year, and they operate businesses that are ready to continue to grow, uh, for both the near term and the long term, and their their businesses, one's a glass business that's very simple and boring, and the other two are businesses based on people spending money. And even if, even though we've had inflation for a while and people are ca- talking about a recession, we we've proven that. People who have money are still going to keep spending it, and they're ready to not look back at any of those COVID times. So all three of these stocks certainly look worth considering at the moment, and they all have improved their earnings outlook. So that does it for another episode of Full Court Finance. Until next time, I'm your host, Ben Raines. And remember, if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot us an email over at podcast at zax.com.